Hey, what's up? Hello. Welcome to Sounds Fake But Okay, a podcast where an arrow ace girl. I'm Sarah. That's me. Oh, I forgot what I was supposed to say. Okay, just cut this part out. <laughs> and, and a dummy straight girl. That's me, Kayla. And a dummy straight girl. That's me, Kayla. Talk about all things to do with love, relationships, sexuality, and anything else we just don't understand. On today's episode, unromantic things to do. Sounds, Sounds fake, fake, but okay. okay. I'll have you know I'm going to keep in the part where you couldn't remember what to say. Welcome back to the pod. Oh, um, m- m- uh, oh, this one doesn't work great, but I'm doing it anyway. Mahogany? Yeah, that doesn't work at all. One of the A's after really. Yeah, I don't do it. I know, but I like to challenge myself. I have one for you. I just thought of it just now. I would love to hear it. night. Oh, <laughs> I'm not oh sure why my. that came to me, but it did. Oh my! I need to start writing these down because I just thought of another one, but I don't want to save it. Say it now. I want to save it for next week. Let me pull. Let well, me grab a sticky note real quick. Okay, good. This is I'm gonna not remember why I wrote this down. <laughs> no, you probably will. <laughs> I sure hope so. Just put an apostrophe in it, and then you'll and know exactly know. what it is. Did we ever talk about on the actual podcast the animantic that someone made for us? Or did we just tweet no. about it? No. We just <gasps> tweeted about it. I can't believe I never discussed this on the air. So a while, like a couple weeks ago, I tweeted and was like, just saying it'd be cool if someone made an animantic, which are the Isn't things. Is it animatic? Oh, I don't know. Anyway. they're like animate. Shh. Don't worry about it. Okay. They're little videos that basically like people take audio from podcasts and then make or like from anything and make like animated videos of them. And so I tweeted and was like, just saying it'd be cool if someone made this because just saying. And then someone did, and mm-hmm. it was just the most amazing thing. Artful. My sister um, took a screenshot of it. And sent it to me because she was just laughing very hard at the face that animated me was making. (laughs) I laughed really hard because there's a part, because it does like the intro. And Mm. when I did the ma part, I had a little fedora on that I tipped. And it was just so good. I lost it at the fedora. And then after after she did that, I animated me was crying. (laughs) I know. Let me find the person who made it because they need credit. That's very true. Oh. While I'm on Twitter, Dirty Uncle Kevin says, Ep 45 is super underrated. Funny that you would think I would remember what Ep 45 is. What the fuck episode 45 is? (laughs) Oh, okay. At underscore Mara Dove underscore on Twitter. Nice. Uh, Thank you. Well, now I just (laughs) simply must look up what Ep 45 is. We have, I haven't even asked you what we're talking about this week they yet. They can read it in a description if they're so antsy. Uh, and you said it was through. unprofessional to have your confusion. At the Dating as an asexual person. All right. Oh, sure. I don't remember what we said. <clears throat> no, but I do know we've done two different episodes about dating as an asexual. So we probably said the exact same things. Hmm. Cool. Good. 
<clears throat> Kayla, what are we talking about this week? Uh, well, this week, I think, has a romantic awareness week started? Uh, it might be at the beginning of it. When this comes out on Sunday? I feel like it starts on the Sunday. That would make sense. Either a romantic awareness week 2020. 20, 20. Uh, February 16th to February 27th. 22nd, sorry. I can't read. Uh, so it's actually, it's the following week. When's Valentine's Day? It's on, it's on a Friday. So it's on this Friday that's happening? After Valentine's this Day. Valentine's Day is happening on the Friday after this pod comes out. A Romantic okay. Awareness Week starts the following Sunday. <clears throat> okay. Anyway. Well, because <laughs> Valentine's Day is this week as you're listening, and then A Romantic Awareness Week is following that, mm-hmm. we know that people who are aromantic or just don't have a romantic partner or just don't give a shit are like, this is, I don't care, this is not for me, this holiday makes me sad or feel left out. And so today, mm-hmm. we will be bringing you a way to protest this holiday with a mm-hmm. list of activities and things to do that are decidedly unromantic. Yes. I want to start by looking up the definition of romantic. <laughs> All right. I, th- I think these things are going to run the gambit. It's going to be fun. This is another Ga- class. Gambit? Gambit? Oh, I childish gambit gambitino, <laughs> gambino, gambino. Uh, this is another classic. Uh, you know what to do to not be a phobic. Listen, we had two very serious episodes back to back, so we're going full it was silly. Too much. <laughs> okay, romantic as a noun. Oh, this is stupid. Or was it? Or should, I should be looking up the adjective. Is it like <laughs> of or relating to romance? <laughs> it's just, uh, just very dumb. But yes. Um, okay. Relating to love or to sexual relationships. A person de- readily demonstrating feelings of love. Conducive to or characterized by the expression of love. Okay, it's implied so- that it's romantic love. Yes, so... Because it's the word romantic. <laughs> yes. So none of these things can be conducive to romantic love. The things that we're saying. Yes. Yeah. Um, and listen. I'm listening. They say, like, oh, if you love someone, like, anything you do can be a date. And I think that's true to a certain extent. But not these things on my list. All right. Yeah, we've had a bit of a role reversal where Kayla has a bunch written down and I have exactly one written down. Yeah, Sarah was like, what are we doing? And I gave her many ideas for episodes and then I decided, but this is the one I want because I already have ideas. Well, but then last last night I sent you uh, so many thoughts. Old school sounds fake style of me not understanding something. So that's probably upcoming. (laughs) Yes. Surprise. Surprises to come. (laughs) Uh, I also asked people, some friends at work, for their ideas. So some of these are from them. Okay. You you go first. Hot dog eating contest. Okay. That's Here's the thing. Disgusting. I think some people could make that into a sexual thing. Okay. Have you ever watched someone do... And I know I knew this was going to be an argument, 
Have you <laughs> ever seen someone do a hot dog eating contest? Yes. They dunk it in the water. They do that weird thing with their neck where they're like, you can't see me. But if they like, <laughs> you know how they, they like jerk their head weird yes. to get it? Yeah, That's no, nothing. Yeah. No, I mean, I think the most unromantic aspect of a hot dog eating contest is how incredibly sick you'll feel afterwards. There's no food eating contest that can be made romantic. Any no. food in large amounts, just, it gross. Gross. No. Yeah. I mean, some might make you feel less sick than others. Like, if you have a carrot eating contest, you may not feel like you're going to puke as much as if you have, I like, would a, too. An, like, an elephant ear eating contest. I think elephant ear, like, the fried bad. food, not the ear of an elephant. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, like, carnival food. <laughs> sure. You know. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I think some people would try to make it sexual they're wrong but i think if you're going straight up just for speed and volume no i'm saying like a, a real hot dog eating contest where these people yeah. are trying to win not like ooh, watch me eat right. this yeah that meat that is ambiguous and probably from a rat <laughs> so sexy sexy <laughs> no yeah no i i agree I, I think if you're like genuinely going for the hot dog eating contest then yeah Foul. that's probably not ideal for a romantic getaway. Yes. No. Okay. Well, I'm going to give you the one that I came up with. Perfect. So, like, sex gives you endorphins or whatever, right? Uh, probably. So maybe you want to get some endorphins this Valentine's Day, mm. but you, you, you know, you want to do it in an unromantic way. My solution is to run a marathon, okay? Oh, my God. Wait. I have run a 5K on mine. Oh my god, how exciting. Well, I think a marathon is better and more unromantic because, like, yeah, you'll get the endorphins, but there's also a chance that you'll shit yourself. Oh, okay. <laughs> Please Which go I on. Is unromantic. Well, because, like, what? It's like two hours in, people always have to poop. Yeah, because running moves that poo around. Yeah. So I say specifically marathon. No, that makes sense. Um, you'll get the endorphins you're after, but you might shit yourself, and that's really unromantic. Yeah, that's fair. That makes so. me think of another one. Okay. It's Give giving. One. It's giving birth is what I just thought of because of because sometimes you shit while you're giving birth. That's true. I I I do think some people might argue that like if you are giving birth or your partner's giving birth it's a bonding moment for the two of you because then you have okay. a baby yes but i'm talking like in the moment just like the act of giving birth. while in the middle of giving birth i can guarantee you no woman on earth is like oh let me put my rose-colored glasses on as i'm popping this child like, out of my I think <laughs> that times right like after the child is there where you're like holding your baby and like oh look at our thing we made look that can be romantic face that doesn't look like anything yeah i think that's but i'm talking like right in the middle while you're shitting while you're getting like, birth screaming yeah 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 okay i'll give you that yeah um fuck now i have to start thinking of them um i would say an unromantic thing to do is to just like 
spend a bunch of time at a gas station filling various <laughs> cars with gas. Like when um, that was some that you, that used to be someone's job. Yeah, it is still in some states. Oh. Yeah, me me and our friend Miranda, when we were driving to New York City one time, uh, stopped for gas at this random gas station in the middle of nowhere in Pennsylvania, and it was, like, not self-serve. Like, there was a person who did it. And I, was I like, don't like I that. feel uncomfortable, and I don't know what to do. <laughs> I don't like it. Anyway. Um, I, yeah, I think just, like, if you're just, like, putting gasoline in lots of different cars. Um, Stinky. Like, gasoline is very flammable. I don't. I don't mind the smell of gasoline, but like I don't if mind it, it gets... for short term. But I think if yeah, I did that fair. for several hours, I'd be over it. That's fair. Yeah, I just think that feels a bit unromantic to me. That's fair. Um, my next one is getting a colonoscopy. Oh yeah, very unromantic. Yeah, that's gross. Because, well. I mean, from people, what I've heard from people who've had colonoscopies is the colonoscopy itself is the easiest part, because you're just, you know, out. But the the preparation leading up to it is horrible. Yeah, I can't. I don't want one. My dad had to get a colonoscopy recently. You're welcome, Dad, for telling this story on the podcast. Oh. Um, and he got a colonoscopy in the morning, and then that afternoon sold a house. What the fuck? <laughs> And we were like, Dad, why did you schedule these two things on the same day? You should have just stayed home. (laughs) And then he was like almost late to the signing. And it was like, Dad. That's a mess. It's a mess. (laughs) Anyway. Yeah, that's fair. I think um, also unromantic would be um, like taking like a, a razor and some erasers and just like slowly shaving um the eraser into bits um that seems pretty unromantic to me it seems very tedious like so probably get a hand like cramp. when people do the soap carving but with erasers i would say it's less like carving more like absolutely tedious just trying to get tiny little eraser shavings in the tiniest pieces possible you don't think that would be like in some way satisfying um, after you do it for three hours, probably not. Yeah, that's fair. And if you're the one doing it, like, you're not just watching it, but, like, you're sitting there with a tiny little thing, it just seems pretty unromantic. That's fair. Even if you are playing some, like, nice Mariah Carey in the background. Oh, Mariah Carey? That's what, that's, that's what's in the background to be romantic? Um, it was what I thought of because... (laughs) Dan Levy's been on the mind a lot recently. I don't know. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, my next one is cleaning a pig pen. Okay. That's, um, there's poo in there. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would say so. So that's, um, and you get all gross. Yeah. Okay. That's, uh, some people might be like, eh, but I, I personally think too much shit Um, and like you'd both be busy there's not like you could spend if you and someone were cleaning it together but it's busy you can't like have a nice chat you're dealing with the pigs and their poo and there's like squelching noises when you yeah lots of that yeah (laughs) what if your boot gets stuck there's (laughs) shit in my boot Mm mm-hmm 
Okay, my next one is um, reading a calculus textbook aloud to a small child. Oh. Um, who you're trying to teach calculus but is not equipped to learn it. Yeah, that sounds torturous. Yeah, I mean, did the kid's going to be upset. You're going to be upset. You're probably going to be very tired. If it were me, I probably wouldn't really understand the calc textbook because, as we all know, I got a 1 on my AP Calc AB test. <laughs> uh, but an A- minus in the class riddled me that. Uh, oh, I did that with stats. I got an nice. A in the AP stats and a 2 on the test. See, I thought I was going to get a 2. For those of you who aren't American... <laughs> AP classes are like college classes that you take in high school, or supposedly college level classes. At the end of the year, yeah, there's there, yeah, I know. <laughs> At the end of the year, there's an exam that you take that you have to like pay to take the exam, and you're scored between a one and a five. Three, four, five is passing, and a one and two is failing. Um, so I took the AP Calc test, the AB, which is easier than the BC one because there's one that was like a full year's worth of college math and one that was like a semester over a year and I did the one that was a semester over a year and I thought I was going to get a two like I knew I wasn't going to do well and then I just overshot and like really failed hard I found it quite amusing to be quite frank I was mad because I hated my AP stats teacher because she didn't spend any time in the class because she also owned like the coffee shop in town so I was like you're not actually caring about teaching and so the class was like way too easy so i got an a in the class but then she didn't actually teach us anything so i got Mm. a two on the test i was pissed my mine was more of a personal problem (laughs) in that i uh i could like memorize stuff for like unit tests and chapter tests and stuff but when asked to apply it like especially with like story problems and stuff i just couldn't do it I tell you the other day at work we took like we did practice SAT and ACT questions. Ew. I'm not good at math. <laughs> that's that's my next thing. Was it my turn? Yep. Uh taking the SAT or ACT. Okay. Or even less romantic, the MCAT. Do you know how long the sittings are for an MCAT? I don't. It's like eight hours. Ugh. Yeah. You know what I would argue is also not romantic? Um, taking MEEP tests, which are the oh, I state, loved the MEEP. The, the state mandated um, exams in Michigan that you start taking in third grade. <laughs> the principal of my elementary school got in trouble. This was years after I left, but she got in trouble because she opened the MEEP test packets and like looked at the questions. Uh oh, yeah, I I like I was. Meep. I didn't, uh, mostly because standardized testing is just annoying. Second of all, um, they were often on my birthday. Oh, Um, that's sad. And previously, they had been in February, and previously, you didn't have to start them until fourth grade. But they started doing it in third grade when me and Kayla were in third grade. So me and my sister first started taking MEEPs the same year, because my Mm. sister was in fourth grade and I was in third grade. And they used to be in February, which is when my sister's birthday was. And then they changed it to October, which is when my birthday was. So there's a lot of just, like, simmering anger. I liked it because you didn't have to do school that day. And also, they were always, like, very adamant about, like, this isn't a test of your knowledge. It's a test of, like, how well your teachers are doing. So I was like, oh, Mm. fuck it. I don't care how I do. 
I don't know that that was emphasized for me. <laughs> oh, they always said that to us. I was talking to our friend Erin recently, and she was like, I loved the Meeps because I got to eat snacks in class. <laughs> That's also true. You did get to have snacks in class. Uh, I'm glad I that I've discussed the, meep. the Meeps with with two different people in the past week. <laughs> um, Yeah, I have the Meep truly was not in my brain. I forgot it existed. I'm glad you reminded yeah. me. I'm going <laughs> to name my next cat Meep. Meep. M-E-A-P. That's like kind meep. of a good cat name. It is. It reminds me of uh, the 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 one Muppet who just goes, meep, yes. meep, meep. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> okay. Uh, the next one is, just, I think, working. Oh, here here's a good a good one. Work like a like food service job. Ugh. Um, but like at like a at. Wow, where is my voice going? Hello? She gone. But at, like, a fast food restaurant or, like, a place where, like, there probably aren't going to be very many romantic dates. So, like, you're just, like, dealing with the people who are, like, maybe they're sad that they don't have a date and they're just going to McDonald's and getting a McFlurry. Mm. Um, And they might be a little crabbier than usual. So it's, like, the opposite of working at a Chinese restaurant on Christmas. Yes. Because I feel like that's the best time to work at a Chinese restaurant. Maybe. Because then you just have people who are like, I'm having a good time. It's Christmas. I didn't want to cook, so I came here. Or you have a bunch of fun Jewish people. That's fair. Here's my next one. I think this could be controversial. Okay. But I think an unromantic thing is if you were to build Ikea furniture with someone. Oh, God. And listen, some pe- I said this to my friend at work, and she's like, oh, but it's, like, so bonding, blah, blah, No. It's bonding. It's not romantic. It might be bonding, yes, because then at the or end- Or it might like, tear you apart. <laughs> well, okay, I have heard multiple people say that, like, going to Ikea with your significant other is, like, a test of your relationship. Like, oh, yeah. can you- Because it's so many people, there's so many things, it's so big, so- loud so many it's stupidly exhausting it's exhausting it's like a whole day trip and you so, have to make style decisions that you agree on and then i mean you do get to have the meatballs that's the one good thing but like at what like cost meatballs. you don't like meatballs what are in meatballs meat it's beef yeah that's why oh uh, i don't eat beef except for hot dogs and that's just trash that's beef, not so. beef it's sometimes beef, but... Um, anyway. So I think unromantic would be doing the Ikea thing. And I think, okay, listen, Ikea could be romantic if you're, like, not actually going to Ikea to shop. You're just going to, like, look at things. Dream. And you're just going to work on your vision board and to yeah. go to their really cheap food court. That's romantic. Yeah. That's, like, a Costco yeah. date. Oh, yeah. What is not romantic is going having to spend all that money and then go home and put it all together and then you're sweaty and you're fighting because you can't find the screw thing or the and the instructions don't make sense and that's not romantic so you're probably gonna end up fighting it's going to take so long the 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 last time i had to build ikea furniture uh was I I bought my nightstand after my parents had left and I was just alone in California. Oof. Um and I had to FaceTime my mom 
the for the entire time because <gasps> I'm very very bad at like following instructions to put something together. Like that's maybe my worst skill. Wow. And my mom like loves that kind of thing. She's like, it's like a logic puzzle, and I'm no, like, get that shit out of my face. It's and also she no. she had she had put together um like my dresser and my bookshelf before, and it was like the same style. So like she like sort of knew what was going on it still took so long i still wanted to kill myself about every minute um but i have a nightstand now recently it not even recently and it wasn't ikea but my parents ordered my cat like a little cat tree mm-hmm. and it comes unassembled because you know they get kind of big and so mm-hmm. i had to put the whole thing together and everything like had letters on it but then you had to find it and like screw everything in to get oh terrible it took me hours Putting my bed together was not that bad because there were pretty clear instructions. Like, everything was numbered and you had to just make sure all the numbers were, like, together. And, like, there was pictures that made it very clear. Ikea, less so. (laughs) Bad. Unromantic. Unromantic. Um, I would say, um, that a very unromantic thing would be be to to have a hula hooping contest but that is required to go on like an hour too long um Mm. and also everyone has to wear snow pants um oh yeah that's bad yeah um it would make it very hard also just like it's a requirement that once everyone wants to quit like you need to go for another hour um and any remotely sexiness that you could try and get out of that is really is you know you're wearing snow pants so i mean yeah i think a hula hoop contest for like just a regular length one i think that could be fun and flirty Mm -hmm. but anything you put like a time requirement on it just immediately loses it yeah can i tell you something i thought of another one right before i said that if you want i was like no but then I was like, no, I, um, I'll say the one that I wrote down. And, um, in the meantime, I forgot what the other one was. Oh, boy. So, uh, you can go. Oh, okay. What was my next one? Oh, my next one is possibly behind the hot dog eating contest. I think this is the least romantic. And that mm. is going to the DMV slash Secretary of State. Mm, yeah. yeah. I think... This is one that people, so if you're not in the United States, this is the place you have to go to, like, get your driver's license or, like, your- To register your car. Or, like, your your passport thing or whatever. You can do your passport at the post office. Oh, no, take that one out. But it's always, (laughs) the lines are always insanely long and, like, they do it well now where you can, like, sign up for a time online so you don't have to just, like, show up and not know when you'll be seen. Well, the problem is if you sign up for a time online, usually they don't have an appointment available for, like, several months. Yeah, it's a mess. And you'll always have to just wait forever and everyone is rude and the fluorescent lights are just there. Um, I've spent a lot of time recently because I had to go to the Secretary of State in Michigan to transfer the title of my car to my name. And so me and my dad were there for a really long time. And then I had to go to the DMV here in California and I was there for about four hours um, to register my car and get my ID. So um, it was horrible. (laughs) Yeah. 
And I think this could be one where people people could make the argument like, oh, but if you're together, then you could make it fun or like a date, a romantic. No. 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 There's there's always going to be something that goes wrong, like some piece of information that you're missing. Yeah, it always is like you end up waiting for hours and then you end up not being able to do whatever it was you went there for because of one stupid thing that makes no sense. Yeah, Just that's the reason I don't have a real ID. <laughs> yeah. Um, or like there's like a child screaming next mm-hmm. to you. Or like a creepy man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I remembered what my other thing I thought oh, of good. was. So, I think a very unromantic thing. You would have to uh, think ahead on this one. Um, so that um, on either the morning of February 14th or on February 13th, um, you both get really, really bad sunburns. Oh. Like, very, very bad sunburns. And um, some people might be like, oh, but then you can, like, put aloe on them and that's, like, sexy or whatever. No, I'm talking about, like, really awful. If you touch it, you die. Like, it's going to peel Your skin's going to be raw. You can't sit on it because it hurts so bad. I'm talking about just, like, shared sunburn hell. I had a friend who one time got a sunburn so bad that he, like, almost passed out. And, like... Oh, my God. Because I guess there's a thing you can do where you put, like, too much aloe on and it, like, extra dries it out somehow. I don't know. Oh, interesting. And so he, like, thought he was going to pass out and die. He ended up, like falling on the bathroom floor and like laid there for several hours because no one else was home and like had to like bite the rug because he was in so much pain so like that kind of sunburn it's okay it's my ex yeah no i um i recognize that not all of our listeners are gonna have the same sunburn experiences as someone like me who's the palest fucking person on the planet and i Mm -hmm. um you know I, i i burn when it's cloudy out I, I burn in the dead of winter. Anything's well, okay, possible. Well, okay, winter you can get worse burns, though, because the sun reflects, or the snow reflects the sun. Oh, yeah, but I, I when I um, first got to California, I was outside of an Ikea, and I was like, I can feel my first face burning mistake. right now. It's January, and I can feel my face burning. I love that. So, classic. Um... Yeah, just I want you to know that a really bad sunburn fucking sucks. So keep that in mind. I will keep that in mind. What's the next unromantic thing? My next one is getting a tattoo of Sarah's face on your face. <laughs> I think that's very romantic. But you hands. said in the tweet that it was very platonic. So which is it? Mm, I mean... It's not necessarily romantic between me and you, right? So, like, it could be a romantic date for you and someone else where you're, like, what? holding hands because you're in a lot of pain while you're getting my face tattooed on your <gasps> face. Okay, so you're... Okay, walk me through this one. You think that, like, me and Dean would go on mm-hmm. a date where I get a mm-hmm. tattoo of your face, and but yeah. it's also romantic? Well, it's romantic for you and Dean, not Why? for me and you. No, but yeah, yeah, no, I know what you're saying. Why, what? 
you're holding hands because you're in so much pain Just because someone is holding hands does not mean it's romantic. Is that what you think? I'm saying it could be. Oh, they're holding hands must be romantic. Holding hands because she's in so much pain because she's getting tattooed upon her face. Does that mean, okay, when I got my first tattoo... I probably held my friend who went with me. I probably held her hand. Does that mean it was romantic for mm-hmm. us? Not necessarily. It depends on your relationship. I just don't think you understand. <laughs> what, are you saying that me and a romantic person doesn't fully understand the complexities of romance? You know, it's crazy, but I might be saying that, yeah. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well... Wow. Oh, you know what is really romantic um, is dealing with um, the aftermath of wisdom tooth removal. And I'm not talking like right after the person got out, like maybe they're like feeling a little loopy and might be saying some spicy stuff Um, like or like saying things they wouldn't normally say. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about... um, no longer loopy no longer on any anesthetic their 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 lips and their mouth isn't numb anymore so they're just in a lot of pain Mm -hmm. and they have to like gargle salt water oh my god the worst oh it's so you you would think it's not that bad but it really is and (laughs) um i think that experience is very romantic you mean unromantic Um, Oh, no, I think it's very romantic. As we've established, I have a very good grasp on romance. I think, yeah. I mean, when I had my wisdom teeth out and my sister strapped frozen peas to my face, I did feel Mm -hmm. that we were having a romantic moment. And I got scared because of incest, Mm -hmm. because of how romantic I felt because of that. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Did I tell you I've started watching Game of Thrones? No. Do you know how much incest there is in there? A lot. Oh my god, duh. (laughs) That's all. Yeah. I would like to say on the record, though, that when I get off of anesthesia, um, historically, knock on wood, um, I am completely uninteresting and I'm not loopy at all. Yeah, I don't think I said anything good when I got my wisdom teeth out, which was boring. Yeah. Boring. But also, like, good, because I don't want to know what I would say. I want to know what I would say. Well, I I would yeah no I don't want to know. <laughs> oh, okay, <laughs> I want to know what you would say, but not what I would say. What do you think I would say? I don't know. That's not fun. I just am curious, but I feel like for me, I would just say things. I would either just be like very weird, which is like on brand for me, or I would say things that would like embarrass me. I, think I can handle the weirdness. I can't handle I think me you would having say, human emotions. I think you would say weird things because when you get sleep deprived or sugar high, and I'm assuming if you were to get drunk, this would happen, you just say weird shit. I do say fucking weird shit. I had a, a friend um, message me recently and they were like asking me if I could do something. But uh, at the end, they were like, I'm sorry for the... I'm in a very weird mood right now. <laughs> and I've used some very strange language in this in these texts. And and it's like, it's not a person that, like, I know, like, super, super well. But I was like, you know what? 
don't apologize because anyone who doesn't say really fucking weird stuff sometimes is probably secretly a robot. Probably. I say weird fucking stuff all the time. Yeah. And y'all on this podcast hear some of it, but there's some weird stuff that I wouldn't even say on the podcast. There's some I'll just stuff like, that's text just to Kayla in the middle of the night. Even wilder. <laughs> so, <laughs> who who just went? Uh, I don't remember. Me, I went. Oh, okay. It's your turn. Uh, another unromantic thing is that um having to put your laundry through the dryer three times because you overstuffed the washer and so it didn't spin out all the water and your um clothes were really 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 wet and one dryer cycle didn't do it and neither did two and honestly neither did three but you were sick of using all your quarters so you had to take it out you just kind of laid it on your bed and your clothes were still damp even the sweater you put on this morning you just kind of had to deal with it that's pretty unromantic had to go like old school and like air dry like they yeah i like but this isn't they did a in the olden ex- days slash they do in europe yeah but this definitely isn't a personal experience and i definitely don't have jeans laying out on my coffee table right now so. oh not at all i would never expect that. no that's i didn't because it's mm-hmm. so unromantic that i would never yeah i think the next really unromantic thing to do is to be doing a lot of in-depth research about a really depressing topic like what? Um, like, like the Holocaust or mm. the Armenian Genocide or the Trail of Tears. You know, just something that involves a lot of, like, death that just innocent people dying. Um, I think that's um, very unromantic activity to do. Yeah, that doesn't sound joyful. No, not at all. My next one is... To, if you're lactose intolerant, eat dairy. And maybe that's romantic in the the moment, but I'm Mm -hmm. talking about the after part and how Mm -hmm. unromantic that is. Mm -hmm. There's actually a joke kind of about that in Schitt's Creek. Of course there is. Season four. Oh my god. (laughs) You know, you know, part of the reason I was saying the wisdom teeth thing in last night's Shits episode Creek? of Shit's Creek. Oh god, you're so yes. obnoxious. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, um, is it my turn? Yes. Uh, I think another unromantic thing to do would be to, um, to take glow sticks and break them open and squirt the stuff that's on the inside into each other's eyes. Oh my god. Um, I think I've actually mentioned this on the pod before. I had a friend once who accidentally got glow stick in her eye. Um, and not only did it make her vision blue. <laughs> oh, fun. Um, it hurt a lot. And I just think that's very unromantic. What if they're like into that thi- that sort of thing, though? I think it's a little bit too much. Mm. pain i would think like it's distracting you know that's fair it would be distracting for and also like everything you see is just like a blue or orange so you couldn't even be like ooh, pain sexy you'd be like oh pain and also more more i need to flesh out my eyes (laughs) that's fair yeah um my next one is picking a scab okay 
And, like, listen, I love picking scabs. I don't know if I've mm-hmm. talked about this, but I love especially a scab that's on your head. Mm. Those are very satisfying. Me and okay. Astritha, who has been on, who is a pod friend and friend friend. friend of the pod. Whatever. We talk about head scab picking a lot. And even though I like it. A lot? Like, how much is a lot? <laughs> kind of a, like, kind of a lot. Like, too much. Mm-hmm. Okay. Most people would probably think. Sometimes I pick a head scab. Do you just inform each other every time you do that? Yeah, one time I just texted her. I picked a good one. I just texted her head scab. And she said, is that my nickname now? And I said, no, I'm just <laughs> telling you okay. about my activities. Um, anyway, even though I love them very much, I don't think it's romantic. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I probably agree. Um... I think another unromantic thing to do would be um, to have a a a, a boxing match, um, or like a, a UFC fight with this person, um, where like you're genuinely trying to beat them up, um, and like break their arm. Mm. I think that some people might be like, "Ooh, this is like." sexy being like mm. but like i'm talking like you're, you're trying to break them <laughs> i mean like legitimately you're going to break their arm off of their body and chuck it into the audience that's gross yeah it's not romantic i guess not how many more do we want to do <laughs> i don't know i mean i have a couple more but they're not good it just hit me with a uh, quick fire rapid okay. fire uh, here we go. Mow the lawn. Okay. Clean the shower. Eat okay, two- but mowing the lawn, you know that, um, you know that skit on SNL, uh, where, like, the suburban mom is, like, keeps fucking, um, Pete Davidson, who, like, the teenage pool boy. Okay, yeah, but, he's, but like, like, super stupid. Okay, and yeah, And then so- at the end, Nick Jonas comes out, and he's, like, shirtless mowing the lawn and she's like "Ooh, yeah okay it might be sexy to watch someone mow the lawn but being the person mowing the lawn is not fun yeah especially if it's like we're not talking a riding lawnmower we're talking about a push a push lawnmower in a big yard with lots of grass Uh not romantic and lots of like weird corners and trees to go around yeah too much work and it's really hot out so it's just you're sweaty and tired very hot and it's not a dry heat it's a humid heat (laughs) oh it's a very humid heat (laughs) okay continue okay my next one is eat too much msg and this one does have an explanation do you know what msg is yeah okay if you don't it's this like chemical that places mostly chinese food puts in food to like make it taste better but most restaurants don't use it because some people have really bad reactions to it for example i have a friend who just ate at chick-fil-a they're one of the only fast food places that still uses it and they use it in everything and she ate it and then she got so sick don't do that not romantic oh wow yeah i know a lot of the um pushback against msg is kind of just based in racism because they're like well the chinese use it um but yeah, if you really can't have MSG, I think that'd be very, uh, very. Yeah, some people are actually like MSG intolerant. I guess I know someone who's sick. allergic to latex. Yeah, that's why they make non-latex condoms. I know, but I just thought of it. I okay. did gymnastics with her, and um, we, you know, like Therabands, like those stretchy bands. Mm-hmm. 
they're that are stretchy. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. We we used to have them where there would be like you would stick your foot in one side and stick your other foot in the other side and you would do like split jumps or straddle jumps or like you would, you know, stretch. But she couldn't ever do that. So she always just had to do it with ankle weights on. <laughs> Ew, gross. Yeah. Uh, anyway. My last two are read the dictionary and change your tires. Okay. I like the smell of rubber. Not in a sexual way. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to clarify that because... I don't think... Sarah, I gotta be honest, I don't think anyone listening thought you meant it that way. And the fact that you had to clarify does make me wonder. It feels like you're trying to cover something up. I've gotta be honest. No, just because we're talking about... We're talking about things that people might view as, like, romantic and we're shooting it down. And I was like... No, I just Sarah, I don't know. I just think it's suspicious that you would bring that up. (laughs) I just, I'm sorry. It's just a little sketchy. You know when you, like, go rock climbing indoors and there's, like, all those little rubber bits on the ground? Uh, yeah, sometimes playgrounds are also made of that. Yeah, they smell really nice. Or, like, if you go to, like, a bike store or, like, a store that sells bikes and you find the bikes and then you just smell all the tires. Yeah, but I'm talking about, like, changing the tire. I know, I just, it made me think about the smell of rubber. <laughs> also, filling an air with, filling an air with tire. Filling a tire with air, I had to do that recently. It's not fun, because I don't really know how to do it properly, and I always get scared that, like, some man in the, like, gas station is gonna be like, hey, little girl, I'll help mm. you, because I'm a man, and I'm like, no, I know I can't do it, but stop, go away. <laughs> Yeah, no, my dad has always done it for me because that's how he shows his love. But the problem is that now I, I've never really done it fully by myself. Like, he's tried to make me do stuff by myself before, but he's always, like, standing there being like, and I'm like, wait, what am I doing? And then he's just like, fine, I'll do it. <laughs> yeah, I had, I've only done it twice, and it's always a mess. Well, my dad filled my tires with air and my spare tire with air, uh, before I left for California, so I should be good oh, for a little bit. Plus, yeah. it doesn't get cold there, so you don't have to worry about yeah. that. Yes. Okay. Um, I'm gonna say one more, and it's gonna come to me any moment now. Um. Oh. Super unromantic thing. Uh, is <laughs> the only thing that came to my mind. It's just swimming. <laughs> Just swimming? The the concept of swimming, which I recognize is horrible. I mean, that really... I'm sorry, Sarah. It could be romantic. (laughs) I know. That's the problem. It's the only thing I could think of. Oh, man. You... Yeah. No. I mean, I think for me, swimming would never be romantic. But also, would anything ever be romantic? For you? For me? No, I don't think so. I think that's the whole point of it. That's the whole point of being Arrow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Well, <laughs> I'm just going to end it there. Okay. What's our poll for this week? Um, Which is the best unromantic activity to do to protest Valentine's Day? Marathon and shit. Hold on. Let me type. Run a marathon and shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like Netflix and chill, but marathon and shit. Stop it. 
<laughs> uh, what else? Hot dog eating contest. Yeah, I want to know people's thoughts on 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 where the line is between potentially sexy and just straight it's up not. unromantic. I disagree. Um, you disagree with me wanting to know. I disagree people, that it's romantic. Like. I'm just very passionate about that it's not. Well, I'm just saying there's there's a certain point where there's on the spectrum of hot dog eating contests. <laughs> okay, there's like on one end is like genuine hot dog eating contest like world record like you take it very seriously and then there's like a casual just like friends being like hey who could eat the most hot dogs no that's not what i'm talking about i know but i'm saying i would be curious to to what people think the 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 boundary is yeah but i don't when it when it's impossible for it to be sexy i don't even think that a friend casual like who can eat the most whatever is good because someone is going to end up eating way more than they should and feeling gross and then you're gonna have to watch them eat it in like and mayhap puking yeah yeah (laughs) okay i also put down face tattoo okay uh one one. more right uh calc textbook teaching calc to child (laughs) teaching calc to a child okay that's the poll. Incredible. Um, Kayla, what is your beef and your juice this week? Um, my juice is that I finally started watching Game of Thrones after many moons of protesting. And despite there being lots of incest, too much sex, mm-hmm. simply too much. And ve- a lot of, it's very up close gore. Like gore doesn't really bother me, but it's like profuse. Other than all that, it's a very good show. Are you singing it right now? Before I get copywritten. Oh, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta stop. (laughs) Shit. Uh, So that's my juice. It's a good show. My beef Mm -hmm. is that over the weekend, I ran, didn't really, I mostly jogged and walked a 5K. Mm-hmm. And it was good, and it was for a good cause. It was for a company called Iris here in New Haven that helps refugees and immigrants. That's very good. Yeah, and it was really cool. There was a lot of, like, beforehand there was some motivational speaking about, like, fuck Trump, yay refugees. You saw a dog. I saw a very fun dog. It was just laying in a wagon, and I think someone just pulled it the whole way. I didn't ever see it again. Um <laughs> I also, the whole time, me and my friend were going very slow, and we were basically racing this man in a wheelchair who was just, like, wheeling the race, and it was, like, Mm. awesome that he was doing that. Yeah, but it was embarrassing for us. I mean, he's got wheels, though. And, I mean, if if he's wheeling himself around constantly, like, he's probably got some pretty beefy arms. Yeah, but he, like, wasn't wheeling that. You don't understand. He wasn't wheeling okay. that fast. Okay. <laughs> it was, we should have been better <laughs> at like a very him. slow wheel. It, we okay. should have been better. Anyway, it was really fun and cool, but I'm very out of shape. And also, I guess I run wrong because when I run, it hurts my neck and my shoulders, which my mm. neck and shoulders all, already have health issues. Um, But my neck has I would- been stiff since Sunday. <laughs> I would mostly be concerned about the arches of your feet because of the way you walk. The way I walk? Oh, because I have flat feet. Well, I have inserts yeah, in my well, shoes. You, yeah, because you like 
roll in a little. I guess if you have inserts, then that's not a problem. Well, yeah, I have very flat feet, so my knees knock and, like, my feet turn inwards. It's very weird. If you look at me walking, you will get concerned. Like, I've had people be like, are you okay? You have a recognizable walk. Yeah, because I I look wild. Eh, it's just recognizable. What does that the mean? The more you know, listeners. <laughs> what does that mean? It just means that, like... If if I were just like walking around town, I yep. and you were at a very far distance from me, I might be able to be like, "Oh, that's Kayla. She's very yeah, far away." Yeah, but you know what I, I look like. Listen, just go with it. Okay. Anyway, my neck has been stiff since Sunday, and like it shouldn't be. That's not you shouldn't run, and then your neck is the most sore part of your body. That's yeah. Something is wrong. So that's yeah, my agree. beef, I guess. Um, okay, well, my beef, okay, I had a big rant about the Iowa caucuses uh, written down that I deleted because it oh. was riling me up a lot and it was not good for my health. I and did then, get some texts about it. Yeah. And then last night, I wrote another rant that was tangentially related, but less involved necessarily with the Iowa caucus, but it was still about the Iowa caucus. But then I deleted that because it was just still not good for my health. So... Uh, so I'm not doing beef this week. Um, my juice is the Good Place series finale. Oh, it was astounding. It was very good. Um, I cried so much. Um, is highly it bad recommend. That, so I've only watched a few episodes of Good Place here and there, especially like when we were living together. Mm-hmm. But I haven't really watched it. But I really want to know what happens in the end. Can I just look it up, or is that bad? Um, I mean, if you really want to know, if you don't think you're going to watch the show, I can I mean, tell you I after m- we stop recording. I mean, I might watch it, but I also would like to know now. To be to be fair, there's a ma- major spoiler at the end of season one that I already knew going into watching season one. I think, oh yeah, that, yeah. I think yeah. I'm fine. Like, I even if I do watch it eventually, I think... I'll still enjoy it, even if I know And you'll probably end. still cry at the finale. Yeah, I cried everything. Oh, man, I cried a lot. And then I listened to the Good Place podcast. They actually had two episodes about it because they went on for so long. <laughs> um, and it was just lovely. Um, it's good. And also at the end of the Good Place the podcast, um, Mark Evan Jackson, the host, always ends it by saying, go do something good. And I think that's just a good thing. Like, it every time I listen to that podcast... Mark Evan Jackson is like, go do something good. And I was like, I I will. Also, this is a huge 180. Um, my other juice is the <laughs> I find the phrase to dick a person down extremely funny. <laughs> really? It <laughs> Yes. Do you know what it, it means? Was, I have a general idea. Don't 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 give me more information. It's just sex, Sarah. Oh, I know, I know that. It it was in it was in red white and royal blue and I laughed at it and I saw it again today and it just makes me laugh. I just think it's a very funny way to refer to sex. Oh, okay. <laughs> and I just thought of it right before I was I got I got an email from this random company that I once bought a shirt from today and they were Did like they tell they, you to they, dick someone down. No, they were, like, selling something that was related to Valentine's Day. And in the description, it included the phrase, 
to dick a person down. And I was like, I'm just laughing at this. That's, this is not something I would have thought for you. Me neither. Also, I clicked on the product and I never figured out what it was. But honestly, I'm okay not knowing. What do you, what, what do you mean you don't know what it was? Don't worry about it. Oh, it was a sex thing? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> now I need to know. Send it to me. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> you have to send it to me or it's treason. Okay, well, I can't send it to you via... What if I just gave you the URL? Like, one oh my God, do letter it. <laughs> okay. Um, anyway, uh, that's the tea. Uh, you can tell us about your beef, your juice, your thoughts on the phrase to dick someone down on our social media at Sounds Fake Pod. We also have a Patreon. Sounds, nope. We also have a Patreon, patreon.com slash soundsfakepod. Our $5 patrons are Jennifer Smart, Rashitha Vinicota, Austin Lay, Drew Finney, Perry Fierro, D, Megan Earl, Quinn Pollock, Tim Collins, nope, Emily Collins, Tim, Emily Collins and Tim, separate people, Book Marvel, Changeling MX, Derek and Carissa, Simona Simon, Jamie Jack, and Drew Yangi. Our $10 patrons are Kevin and Tessa at Dirty Uncle Kevin at Tess underscore M underscore K, Arknes, who'd like to promote the Trevor Project, Benjamin Abar, who'd like to promote Tabletop Games, Anonymous, who'd like to promote Halloween, Sarah McCoy, who'd like to promote Podcasts from a Planet Weird, and My Aunt Jeannie, who would like to promote Christopher's Haven. Our $15 patrons are Nathaniel White, NathanielJWhiteDesigns.com, my mom, Julie, who would like to promote Free Mom Hugs, Sarah Jones, who is at Eternal Lolly Everywhere, Dragonfly, and did Dia tell us? Yes, uh, what to I do have Dia's. Hit me with it. Dia would like to promote the podcast Love and Luck podcast, which okay. I haven't listened to. I've seen a lot about it, but I think it's so. It's a queer podcast. I think it's like fiction, um, but there's mm-hmm. two different ace characters, and all of like all of the episodes are out, so you can like listen to the whole thing, the whole story. Um, mm-hmm. But Dia said it was a good, wholesome show. So that's lovely. Yes. Um, and Dragonfly is going to promote um, a an extended chain of snail mail letters that you send to and from um, your sister that mm. uh, pretend as if it's 1849. Oh, did you get another one? I did. I got a postcard just today. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway <laughs> um thanks for listening tune in next sunday for more of us in your ears until then take good care of your cows